You are Locked On Warriors Postcast, part of Locked On Sports Bay Area, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yo, what's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Locked On Warriors Postcast. I am your host, Eric Engel, a.k.a. Triple E, the former producer for the Murphy Mac Morning Show at KMBR, and the Warriors finally did it they did it they closed out an opponent in the fourth quarter in the midst of an absolutely agonizing year of close losses just agonizing the warriors emphatically slammed the door shut on the lebron list lakers and win 128 to 110 at chase center behind 32 points or should i say a stephertless 32 points from steph curry on six threes and eight assists, including a fancy no-look behind-the-back transition assist to Andrew Wiggins. That was sick. But he wasn't the only one who stepped up tonight. And in typical strength and numbers fashion, it was an unexpected name. The birthday boy, Trace Jackson Davis. TJD poured in 17 huge points off the bench for the big man and an emphatic block in the paint, too, on Rui Achimura. We will break it all down, but first... I want to thank all of you for watching us on the Locked On Sports Bay Area YouTube channel. Please, please, please hit that subscribe button. Also, thank you for listening on the Locked On Warriors podcast feed. However you're getting the show, appreciate it. Make sure to check out the Locked On Warriors daily show for more in-depth coverage. Cyrus does a great job. And today's show is sponsored by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NBA. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Tonight, both teams look to run from the jump. And Steph said it at halftime. You heard, uh, if you listen to the TNT broadcast tonight, you heard, uh, you, you heard Ian Eagle saying <laughs> at halftime, Steph said, you know, we're uh, we're looking to run and in both, you know, even though the Lakers are looking to run too, we want to run with them and we'll see who wins. And tonight it was definitely the Warriors who won. And it doesn't it just feel so good just to beat the damn Lakers. Any team from L.A. can get it. The, the Rams, the Lakers, the Dodgers, hell, even the Clippers. I mean, I, all of them, the Chargers, if you even qualify them as an L.A. team, I still think of them as the San Diego Chargers because they're so irrelevant. But I mean, it's just nice when they when they beat an LA team, and in this case, the Lakers. When any Bay Area team beats an LA team, but feels really good for this Warriors win, especially the way the last Warriors Lakers game went. When the Lakers shot twenty seven more free throws than the Warriors, the disparity was much closer tonight. Uh, Lakers only shot two more free throws than the Warriors, although they did miss a lot of shots at the line tonight. Um, in typical Warriors fashion, the Lakers did get there more, but as we've talked about on this show before. That's not the Warriors' bread and butter. They're not. They're not going to hammer the paint, get to the line, and that is exactly what this Laker team is built to do. Of course, that's different without LeBron James. They did not have him tonight with that left ankle injury. Uh, as if you watch the All Star game over the break, um, he only played half of of that game to try and you know mitigate use on that ankle. But doesn't it feel weird that a dude's playing in the All Star game but not in? <laughs> a regular season game against a team that he's battling for playoff positioning with that, that just, I, if I'm a Lakers fan, I don't like that. So I I'm pretty satisfied tonight with this win. Um, like I said, always, always good to, to, to stick it to the Lakers. And also it's just a little bit more because of that prior loss 
this season, the 145-144 loss, one of those nail-biter close ones that you were hoping this game didn't turn into, which thankfully it did not. But also, Warriors fans don't have to think too far back to remember the Lakers eliminating the Warriors in the postseason last year. So this felt nice. This felt good. It's a game the Warriors should have won. And we keep talking about these games that the Warriors should win, and they need to keep winning these games. Tonight, we're going to talk about must-win games for the Warriors down the stretch. We're going to ask a couple questions about if, if this is the best version of Steph that we've ever seen, because I think it needs to be asked at this point. And we got to celebrate the rookie, the big man in the middle, Trace Jackson Davis. Ah, oh, man, just I've been gushing over this kid the last few podcasts. Uh, and tonight, he just solidified everything that I think about this kid. I've been hyped about this second round draft pick since since they got him. I mean, how many fines can the Warriors have in the second round? But just awesome, awesome stuff from Trace Jackson Davis. We'll get into that later as well. Turn 24 tonight. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. So this game, as we stated earlier, off to a fast start. Both teams getting up and down. Lots of high pick and roll. Warriors trying to get Anthony Davis to vacate the paint and step up to contest threes or, or pick his poison and sit back in the paint and, and let Steph shoot. And tonight, Steph made him pay. You watch them let Steph shoot all through that first quarter. And, it, and at the half, he had 25. He was absolutely cooking. Chef Curry was in his pot tonight. And he made the Lakers pay from the jump. You saw Spencer Dinwiddie, you know, a couple times when he fouled Steph. Steph uh, gave him a little uh, a reenactment. Steph, Spencer Dinwiddie was, was complaining, you know, moaning about every call and throwing his arms up all dramatically. <laughs> you saw Steph draw the foul and mimic him. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Um, just a vintage night from Steph. Pajemski another do it all night man he just he led the warriors in rebounding i mean this guy's a guard leading the warriors in rebounding with nine um warriors a ton of offensive rebounds tonight 15 offensive rebounds uh, i believe they had 23 second chance points that is a lot and that's where they've been making their bread and butter from all these different guys team rebounding team rebounding you look at these rebounding totals and there are so many guys one two three for five different guys with more than five rebounds, it's it's coming from everywhere. When you have a guard leading you, leading your team in rebounding, that's that's solid, man. Like that's 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 indicative of the type of mentality that your team is playing with. And this team's got a really great team first mentality right now. You can tell by the way the ball's whipping around, the movement without the ball, the team looks really good. The intensity on defense. I think that was the biggest key tonight when we've watched the Warriors all season long blow big leads. And, and even if they manage to squeeze these games out at the end, they're, they're making them a lot more stressful than they need to be. They're not comfortable victories. And, and you need some of those sometimes, especially when you have a back to back and the war as the Warriors do tomorrow, uh, they, they go to, or they have a, a Charlotte coming to town and, the Hornets are kind of hot. The Hornets have won four in a row, and the Warriors are hot too. They've won now nine of their last 11. And, and tonight, what I really liked seeing was seeing two things. Great, great, great play in crunch time at the ends of quarters, as well as playing defense without fouling in the second half. And you heard Steve Kerr talking to Chris Haynes going into the fourth quarter right before the start of the fourth quarter, the key, he told Chris straight up, the key is to defend without fouling. It's 
it's it's been the Warriors' Achilles heel for I mean it's a tale as old as time. Well, at least as tale as old as Steph Curry's time. And the entire Steph Curry era of the Warriors, they have been the two things that have marred them are turnovers and fouling in bad, bad, bad situations. And those didn't happen tonight. And you've seen this theme kind of reoccurring all season long. And it was nice to see them put a stop to it. They really held the Lakers down tonight from the three-point line. Only 10 for 35. That's below 29% from three. They did a great, great job limiting all of the other players not named Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis got his. He had 27 and 15. That's that's expected, especially when you have Draymond Green rolling out there as your center. It's a massive, massive advantage for the Lakers. But the Warriors' strategy was, you know, play him tough, let him get his, but we're going to run him off the floor. And that's essentially what they did tonight. And they jumped out to such a big lead that the it changed the Lakers' game plan. They couldn't just keep pounding the ball inside. They needed to start to make up some points, and they just couldn't do it from deep. And I got to get into the real quick, just because we're talking about the recap of this game, but we'll get into more later with Trace Jackson Davis. But the run that he went on in just before halftime was absolutely absurd. 13 points off the bench. He did have a turnover in there, but a huge block and a layup on the other end in transition, just dunk after dunk, inside bucket after inside bucket, Clay Thompson just hunting assists when he was not shooting. I mean, we'll talk a little bit more about Clay a little bit later too, but how nice is it to see Clay accepting this backup bench role where he's not just, you know, zoning out or not just out there chucking up threes. He he didn't have his shot tonight in the beginning, didn't score until late in the third quarter. And you saw him getting involved with assists, with setting screens, with rebounds. I mean, he was looking for Trace Jackson Davis inside. He had at least three or four assists to him tonight alone, just to Trace. So that was really, really good to see as well. Just all sorts of things clicking for the Warriors. They had five different guys in double figures tonight. Just all around, every single Warrior player who played scored. Just contributions from the top down. And when you have a whole team like this, contributing it's it makes life easy i mean steph had 25 at half and he finished with 32 and he didn't really seem like he needed to do a whole lot in the second half and that is key keeping keeping steph fresh down the stretch is the only way the warriors have a chance at at mounting a postseason run and that's exactly what they're doing now in the first half it felt like it was all steph but in that second half, all the others stepped up. You you saw Wiggins have a little scoring burst, and he had, he ended up finishing with twenty points. But everybody started getting getting going a little bit. Uh, you saw AirPods, Brandon Pajemski getting getting his work. John Kaminga was kind of quiet in the early part of this game, not really attacking. You saw just before halftime, he stopped settling for those mid range jumpers and those threes, and he started getting to the rim. He didn't have his best game, five of twelve from the field in twenty four minutes in one of three from three, but he did have 12 points and, and that was nice, nice to see him working defensively as well. And the Warriors stepped up immensely defensively tonight. And this is a team that has the worst defensive rating in the NBA in the fourth quarter. So this is a huge step for this team, especially against a Lakers team who they're competing for playoff positioning with. This is a big, big, big win. And I'm going to go ahead and say this is this was a must win for the Warriors. They they needed to win this game. In, in my opinion, 
you need to beat in order to make the playoffs. We'll get into this a little more on the other side, but you need to beat every single team that you are in close contention with for playoff positioning down the stretch, especially when they do not have their star player. And tonight you saw, you know, the Warriors couldn't get it done against the Clippers a couple uh, just before the all-star break when they didn't have Kawhi Leonard, but you saw them get it done tonight against the Lakers emphatically, emphatically again, 128, 110 final score. And it didn't feel close at all at the end of the game. And that's what you want. That's what you want to see from this team. Lots and lots and lots of good stuff from the Warriors on the first game back from the all-star break. Hope you guys all enjoyed the all-star break. I know I sure did. I had some great time hitting the slopes, snowboarding. It was so fun. Uh, but now we're back to Warriors and uh, in the Warriors are back to winning. The Warriors are back to hooping and Steph is back to dropping 30 plus points a night. And, and on the other side, we got to talk about if this is the best version of him, of Mr. Stephen Wardell Curry that we have ever seen. I mean, a unanimous MVP. And we're talking about this might be the best we've ever seen him play. I'll explain what I'm talking about more on the other side. And we'll get more into uh, celebrating the rookie Trace Jackson Davis's big night on his 24th birthday. You are locked on to the Locked On Warriors postcast. I'm your host, Eric Engel, and we will be right back. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. In fact, this show right now wouldn't have happened without LinkedIn as it played an absolutely pivotal role in me landing this job with Locked On. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. It is a vast network of more than a billion professionals you can't find anywhere else. LinkedIn does all of that while making the process easy and intuitive. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. And over 2.5 million small businesses already use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockedonmba. That's linkedin.com slash lockedonmba to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to the Lockdown Warriors postcast. I am your host, Eric Triple E Engel, and we are wondering, I am wondering, and I'm wondering if all of you are wondering as well, is this the best version of Stephen Curry that we've seen ever? I mean, you look at his recent, not just scoring, but the way that he has played recently with a lot of injuries, a lot of... uh a lot of adversity with this Warriors team. You heard his comments the other night. He kind of sounded a little frustrated when he was talking about how average this Warriors team is this year. Uh, he said he said that they are, quote, painfully average. And you just see this man at 35 years old putting this team on his back in a way that I don't think any other star in the NBA does. And when Steph was at his the peak, absolute peak of his powers or what we perceive to be the peak of his powers, Think about what he had around him. He, and I'm not taking anything away from Steph. This isn't a knock on him at all. But he did have Clay Thompson, a perennial all-star, one of the best shooters and the second best shooter this game's ever seen. Only second to Steph Curry. He had Kevin Durant, a, a one a generational talent, the slim reaper, a seven-footer who can who can shoot threes the way he was and was playing inspired defense during his time 
with the Warriors. And and he had an all-star level Draymond Green, who was probably the you know, aside from LeBron James, one of the and, and Russell Westbrook, probably the next biggest triple double threat in the league. And in this whole team, you know, Andre Iguodala, he had all these all these supporting cast members that were all really, really, really good. Dante DiVincenzo uh, in the in the 2022 run. Um, but Steph had all this help from all these other guys before. And, and, and yes, he does have some help now, but it's not it's not the same. It, it, John Kaminga is great. He's not Clay Thompson when he was making the All-Star game every single year. You know, Brandon Pajemski, he's nice. He's a rookie, though. He's not, you know... Draymond Green, seasoned veteran instigator, you know, instigator extraordinaire and in tr- constant triple double threat. But these guys are kind of morphing into that as we go. But Steph is really having to carry the load through just slogs during the season, long slogs of just just not great play from his supporting cast. And he he has these games where he somehow wills the team to victory and and you know you've seen nights where like the night in in atlanta when he he the warriors couldn't get it done but he poured in 60 it's tough to to for me to think of a more impressive time in steph's career this feels like to me the most impressed the most impressive run by steph curry that i've ever seen this time right now with steph doing what he's doing mentoring the young guys growing them at the same time as winning and keeping the Warriors in this playoff race and pushing them over the top to get them hopefully out of the play-in, which is going to be a tall task. I'm not sure if they can do it, but they'll, they'll sure as hell try. And it's, it's remarkable to me. It's remarkable to me. I don't know how many more things this guy can do that just leave me borderline speechless, but this is just, this is absurd. This is absolutely absurd the stretch that he has been on i mean he he had six threes tonight he had already been on a stretch where he had four consecutive games of seven or more threes no one had ever done that he almost made it five he was the only guy to have four and he almost made it five tonight so again steph curry the baby-faced assassin not so much a baby anymore at 35 years old it's pretty old by nba terms but he doesn't look like it out there this looks like the, one of the strongest versions of Steph that I've seen too, he goes to the rim and you don't have any concerns, or at least I don't, of ankle injuries. And that was something that we almost never could have said in the early parts of his career. Steph has been, I, I, I'm running out of words. I'm running out of words. And I say this every podcast. He's he's just amazing. He's amazing. He's He's, in my opinion, the most unique, gifted, special basketball player in today's game. I don't know if he's the number one best, but he is the most unique. He is a unicorn and he, no one, there's no one else like him. No one else like him. People might say Victor Wembanyama is like that. Look at Chet Holmgren. They're, they're very similar players. There is no other Stephen Curry. One of one Stephen Wardell, the best shooter this game's ever seen the best warrior that they've ever had. I, Top five NBA player of all time. I'm running out of things to say about him. He just absolute all-star, all-time great. He's in my my starting five of all time. If if I had to pick one, he's my point guard. So just another phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal night from Steph. And guess what? He'll have some reinforcements coming back pretty soon as Chris Paul, 
Chris Haynes reported during the game is set to come back during the Warriors four game road trip sometime during the four game road trip, which starts February 27th at Charlotte against the Hornets and concludes March 3rd against the Celtics in Boston. They also play the Knicks, definitely a really tough challenge and the Raptors during that stretch. So they need them. They need them. Those are uh, two very tough, tough, tough top of the Eastern Conference contenders, uh, two two teams that have championship aspirations, the Knicks and the Celtics, that they'll need to uh, have Chris Paul back for. And those are those games are, are going to be tough. But, you know, they they need a full-strength team to be able to compete with those at the top, the upper echelon of the NBA. And I, I would put both the Celtics and the Knicks in that conversation. Yes, the New York Knicks. Jalen Brunson is phenomenal, and he's not getting nearly enough love this season. But we'll leave that for the Locked On Knicks podcast, and we'll talk a little bit more on the other side about Trace Jackson Davis and the others tonight, the other Warriors who uh, who pitched into this win. Trace Jackson Davis, happy birthday, 24 years old for the big man, uh, the rookie out of Indiana. Just, just a great story. And Warriors finding another, another diamond in the rough in the second round. They've had so many through the years with Draymond Green and you know that guy and in who's a wizard now, Jordan Poole. But he was pretty good during his time here with the Warriors, except for that one incident with Draymond Green. So, on the other side, we'll talk a little bit more about all those other guys and Trace Jackson Davis, the birthday boy. You are watching the Lockdown Warriors postcast. I am your host, Eric Triple E Ingle, and we will be right back. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's a lot of bonus bet money. That's $150 if your bet wins. Pretty good. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and so much more. And shout-out to you if you took the Warriors minus six tonight. They covered I also saw on the TNT broadcast that they covered the in-game spread as well. So shout out to you if you took the Warriors tonight. And just visit, remember, just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Welcome back to the Locked On Warriors postcast. I am your host, Eric Triple E Ingle. And we are celebrating Trace Jackson Davis and his 24th birthday brings a brings the Warriors a 20, 20 point win, 20 plus point win, almost a 20 point win uh, as they won 128 to 110 against the Los Angeles Lakers. Don't come for me. I'm bad at math, guys. I'm, I'm not a math guy. I'm, I'm a sports guy, you know. So Trace Jackson Davis, absolutely massive, massive spark off the bench tonight. We talked about it a little bit earlier in the pod, but. We got it. We got to re-rack it because this was awesome. This was awesome. And how every minute that we've seen from Trace Jackson Davis over these last few games, as soon as he comes in, it's a spark, man. You notice it. This guy's huge body and he's getting up and down the court with everybody else with the, the crowd. He's not trailing back. Sometimes you don't blame him for it with all the injuries he's had to his lower body over the years and his back. But Kevon Looney isn't, you know, the fastest guy. And sometimes he's, lagging back a little bit when the Warriors are running back on defense. And as we've talked about, this team struggles mightily on defense. And Trace has brought some nice hustle and energy and effort. 
not just to the offensive side of the court, like as we've seen, I mean, we saw tonight 13 points in like six minutes, his first six minutes of play after the All-Star break, and he's just bucket, 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 bucket inside. And it was so nice to watch as it's it's the strength and numbers team again. It that's what it feels like. It's all these guys stepping up, and it's a different guy every night. And tonight was Trace Jackson Davis. And he he had a pretty emphatic block on Rui Achimura, who tried to hit him with a spin move in the post and TJD didn't bite and just smack that right away. Just get that out of here. And he's Clay's looking for him. When you got one of those, when you got those, one of those core three guys, Draymond, Clay, and or Steph hunting you to get you the ball in the paint, that's a very good sign. We've seen that, we've seen them do that with all of these different young guys that they have this year with, with TJD tonight. With Brandon Pajemski, I mean, we see that on almost a nightly basis. And the Warriors getting the ball into his hands, trying to use utilize him as a playmaker. Uh, you saw Pods hit some threes tonight, too. A nice corner three on some swing rotations. That was nice. A good movement without the ball. Learning from the best guy, the guy who moves without the ball better than anyone else has ever in the NBA, Steph Curry. So pretty good position for Pods to be in there, for Air Pods to be in there. And you and John Kaminga, of course, they once, as we've talked about, when Steph's out, they typically run the offense through him or make it a, a point to at least get the ball into Kaminga in the post at least once per possession or almost every possession. So it's it's interesting that it's a different guy every night. And, and tonight it was really it was inspiring to see uh, TJD play the way he did because the Warriors have kind of lacked life at the big man position you have Kavon Looney holding it down <laughs> through all these injuries he seems like the oldest like 20 under 30 big man in the NBA I mean this guy just has a million miles on his body and a ton of prior injuries that really have have limited his mobility uh, at this point in his career and it's it's refreshing it's a spark it's it's energy to see another big man that has young fresh legs coming in and he's got some good leaping ability too. trace Jackson Davis does, as you saw on some of those lobs on, on that block, it's, it's been the warriors kind of the hallmark calling card of these teams, even though they've had Steph and, and Katie and Clay Thompson and all these, all these all time greats during their championship runs, it's always been, you know, kind of bolstered by all these, all these really, really, really good role players, the Andre Ugadalas of the world. And that's what we're seeing these young guys, this young crop of players turn into. And I have no doubts that Trace Jackson Davis could be, absolutely could be another one of these second rounders that the Warriors have found, just like Draymond Green, just like Jordan Poole, that sticks around and becomes a real contributor for this team. I don't know if he'll ever play at an all-star level, but if I mean, I think his ceiling could be just as high as Kevon Looney's was. I think he could absolutely be a almost a more offensive version of Kevon Looney. And that would just, that would be phenomenal. If the Warriors could have a center that could score. I mean, that's what James Wiseman was supposed to be. And, and they haven't ever really had that during the stretch. Andrew Bogut, not a scorer. They did when they went to the small ball five and you could consider Draymond Green kind of the scoring big, but is he really a scoring big? I mean, it's nice to have a guy in the middle that you can just get the ball into and knows where he's supposed to be and can put it in the rim and just put it in the cylinder. 
consistently and, and they missed that they haven't had that and it adds a new new dimension to this team and and this is going to make them tough to defend down the stretch and that's going to be important when they play a lot of these uh a lot of these teams towards the top of the west with with bigs i mean you look at the timberwolves they have those two seven footers inside those twin towers in uh in rudy gobert and in carl anthony towns the the thunder they got chet holmgren the clippers they have Zubak, the Nuggets, they have Jokic. They, there's all these teams at the top of the West that the Warriors are going to need to compete with in the playoffs that have these big bodies. So seeing the emergence of a Trace Jackson Davis bodes really, really, really well for the Warriors looking ahead to potential postseason matchups. And speaking of looking ahead, we will have another show for you tomorrow night after Warriors Hornets. The tip is at 7 p.m. Pacific. Those red hot Hornets, but that is a team absolutely you must win you must win this game we talked about it at the top of this show must win games for the warriors down the stretch they need to beat all of the teams that they games like this a struggling a team that struggled throughout the majority of the season they have won a little bit of a win streak right now with four wins but this is a young team that's not super cohesive and the warriors should win that game you need to win those games those are essentially must wins down the stretch if you hope to get a good spot in playoff positioning, to hope that you're not the last playing team playing a road game in a hostile environment against a seven seed. The, the Warriors need to win this one. They they really do. And they'll have a couple more games against the Hornets uh, this year. This isn't the only one they got left against them. They also got a couple more games against the Lakers this year. Who the Warriors beat 128 to 110 tonight on 32 points from Stephen Curry and 17 points from Trace Jackson Davis off the bench in 15 minutes, Andrew Wiggins had 20 as well. That's about all the time that we have for you today. Again, join us tomorrow after Warriors Hornets tip at 7 p.m. Pacific. And until then, just enjoy this 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 win. Just enjoy this this win and enjoy this Lakers loss too. Ah, oh man, anytime, anytime, a Bay Area team can beat an LA team just makes me smile, man. And I know it makes all of you smile too. Thanks for watching. I'm Eric Triple E Ingle. This has been the Locked On Warriors postcast on the Locked On Warriors podcast and on Locked On and on Locked On Sports Bay Area. And we will catch you next time tomorrow after Warriors Hornets tip at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Pacific. That's a lot of peas, man. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Peace.